Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. All right, episode 170, you're listening to The Sportive, as you know, because you press play, uh, Yoda's B, I'm with John, hi John. Hi Brandon. And Steve Newman, hi Stu. Um, I'm reading the um, media guide for successful podcasts, uh-huh. yes. and it says you're supposed to not have audio problems and have a consistent presence from all the hosts. And supposed to not completely beat subjects to a bloody pulp. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah, uh. we really gotta we gotta have a come to Jesus meeting, guys. I think uh, this media guide is very helpful. It's called uh, it's actually the uh, Wikipedia entry for podcasts. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so that's uh, yeah, we're 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 uh, yeah. I We're feel like enough, guys. we maybe should not then have scheduled this emergency sportive just because we wanted to talk Bayo. <laughs> I feel like that flies in the face of that media guide. So let's let's not talk Scott Bayo. Um, let's not. And let's talk about the only other interesting thing going on in the world, and that is the end of the tenure of Terry Ryan, who's been general manager of the Twins for my entire life, I think. Not positive, but it seems like it's been forever. Yep. So this was a big one. What are we recording on uh, July 18th is the day. So first and foremost, the timing of this was... I just want to break it down and we'll hopefully talk about Terry Ryan the entire time here. But because uh, it was not only momentous, just because, again, we don't have uh, big changes like this very often in Minnesota sports, and especially now with the Twins, but also because there was a whole lot of other drama, curiosities, weird questions, etc. with this. So I just want to break it down. And let's start with the timing. It's July 18th, which is which is typically a very, can I at least say, uh, rare time to fire the head of your organization, especially considering the trade deadline is looming in under two weeks, and he has been promising, promising to be active. So do you guys have any details? That, so, All but, right, here's what we know. Yep. This is according to Phil Mackey. I've got a bunch of Phil Mackey tweets queued up. But here's what happened. 
Terry Ryan was told a month ago that they weren't going to keep him for next year. Okay, yep. yep. Paul Eds and Dave St. Peter felt so terrible about firing this failed general manager, this torpedo to the hull of the Twins franchise, that they let him choose whether he wanted to retire, whether he wanted to be fired, and Terry chose to be fired. But it took him a month to decide that. Yep. So what what was going on in his head for an entire month of like... I, I'm just so confused that... The best thing I can think of is that he wanted to stick around for the big old celebration of uh, Torrey Hunter and John Gordon this weekend. That's the only... Seriously, I, think, I seriously think that's why he stuck around was to make well, that... that what, do you think they're going to take his security card? I mean, he would have been invited to that, right? Yeah. You would think. They would have let him into the building to celebrate <laughs> those people. Yeah. I think it's, it's okay. Uh, I it, mean, as as we said before this started, in four days, Terry Ryan's going to be hired for some ridiculous phony baloney job in this organization because it's such a sham of an entire setup. Yeah. It's nonsense. So so you're told a month ago, this is your last season. Uh, you know, you've been a big contributor, yada, yada, yada. You can choose how this goes down. We're going to be respectful, etc. I think it is entirely reasonable for him to say, okay, cool, let me get back to you tomorrow or give me the weekend or something. I'm still so confused yeah. at what on earth took an entire month because he could have, if he was going to be able to stay on throughout the rest of the year, they gave him that option, right? Yeah. So for a while he was like, oh, no, I can do it. And then was he just so unsuccessful? He was like, fuck this. Just You got to let me go now. Because he had to have requested to be fired. Otherwise, he would have still been on, right? You, you, or, you would think that at some point he would have said, Here, here's my guess, is that he was so indecisive, like his free agent signings, that he said, well, I'll retire at the end of the season. And then it got worse and worse for the last four weeks. And he said, well, maybe you better just fire me now. Maybe this is the way I want to go out. I mean, he couldn't have wanted to ask to be fired because in that scenario, he would have just resigned. Yeah. So it's, I just don't really understand the, I'll have to think about this. It's going to make sense to me at some point, but as of now, it's just a very confusing thing to wait a month after you've been told you're a lame duck uh, uh, president or general manager or whatever, and then, uh, and then go out later. So, so that part right away, first and foremost, <clears throat> was extremely confusing and this all came out during that press conference right right i think so mm -hmm. so when i first heard my excitement level which has been hovering right around zero all year long like i just couldn't be less interested in the twins did you not listen to the podcast last week when i said they were surprisingly interesting to watch for the last two weeks come on man i know i mean that it, it hey, just felt like a dead cat tonight. bounce i know i saw that <laughs> so it was just it's been around zero all year long i uh, i see uh you know when my guy buxton gets a, a puts a nice swing in a ball it gets up to like 0. 0.7 0. 0.9 but from a zero to 100 scale that's about where i've been and this news immediate huge spike Okay, this is great. This is, you know, again, yada, yada, great man, blah, blah, blah. Really good news for the organization. And then, I don't know if, because I didn't see or hear the actual press conference, but what I've seen from from tweets from, yeah, Mackie and Krasinski and a few others, my excitement level has just 
torpedoed right back down to zero again after all of these. So I don't know if it was just a <laughs> shitty press conference or, you know, again, maybe behind the it scenes. It was a shitty press conference. Okay. Cause it just, I'm going to, I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you my top three Phil Mackey tweets that came out of that press conference. He had a list of like 15 tweets that came out of the press conference or stuff that he knew or stuff that he talked to or whatever. Right. And reading, reading from going in reverse order was just, like watching someone be murdered right before <laughs> your very end. if you if you had if you had any sort of excitement ah they're cleaning house yep. by the end of these fifteen tweets your only react your only possible reaction was they're they're so screwed they're dead forever they will never be good again because this organization is so utterly screwed up so here's my here's my top three in reverse order uh, number three pull. Adamant that he GM to keep Molitor on as manager in 2017. Sorry, John. One Molitor second. Isn't... One second. You cut out a little bit there. Can you repeat that one? Polad is oh the Molitor thing that he GM to keep Molitor on as manager in 2017. Not that Molitor isn't qualified, but weird edict. That's number three. Okay. Okay. I <laughs> think I think I heard you. You cut out a little bit there. Man, what's going on? It's like our audio is run through through a free service that offers no guarantee of reliability whatsoever. <laughs> yes, very true, very true. Okay, I think I got you back. So the first right. one that you want to talk about is the... Do you want well, to talk I don't want to talk about it. I just want to give you my top three okay. to make you as depressed as possible. Okay, I'm already that, close. That was, that was number three. Number two, Dave St. Peter has a lot over this process than I initially thought. Polad alluded to new GM working under Dave St. Peter. Dave St. Peter, who's been there for every possible screw-up in franchise history, who is the living personification of the way that this franchise does business, yep. where they don't fire anybody. He is a walking, talking, breathing idea that doesn't work. He is the for, he like is, ran a pro shop and then was like the director of corporate communications. Uh, yeah, he's not the guy you want running the on-field baseball uh, strategy and whatnot at all. He should not have anything to do with a general manager. So, yes, I agree. And I'm already very depressed. Do you have a third one now? And here's the, here's oh, the number oh, one. Oh, the third one. The number one tweet that if you had any excitement at the start of this tweet, it's gone at the end. Remember that the biggest problem with this franchise is that no one ever – gets fired no one is ever for failures it's the same ideas over and over it's the same people at the table even if there's a slight change it's the they're going to do things the same way they've done them for years and years and years a or a a stint that has far more 1996s than it does world championships or making the playoffs Uh it is a franchise with a history of failure that dates all the way back to 1992 and counting. Uh-huh. This is the franchise it's working on. And here is the most depressing tweet of all time. Twins are open to bringing Terry Ryan back in some capacity. They laud his scouting acumen. Twins also offered Bill Smith and Guardy jobs again, too. <laughs> yeah, I... So that was... How can you... How, if you're... Jim Pollard, and I realize that you inherited this franchise and have no skills of what your own or whatever. Whatever argument you want to make about Jim Pollard, I don't know Jim Pollard. I don't know the 
the way he runs things, except for the way he very pub- publicly runs the Twins. Mm-hmm. How can you possibly look at Terry Ryan's tenure overall? How can you possibly look at where this franchise is and say, the one thing we want to make sure is we got to keep the, all of these guys around. We need them in our tent because otherwise we have nothing to go on. Well, uh, I I don't have any idea why. I no. mean, oh. are you just they're just so far removed from baseball in general that they're like, well, he does seem to know a lot about baseball compared to like, you know, my gardener and my housekeeper and everybody else. Like, I got to keep him around. He knows more about baseball than I do, and I'm an idiot. You know, I don't know if that's just for his because he's been around the game for a while like well okay sure and if you really want to pick out things that he's done right of course he's been in the league for 20 years making dozens and dozens of transactions they're gonna work out sometimes um so i i don't know if just if you're if you're so uncritical that that's reason to keep him around but it's not good man not great bob they're done for it's over they are done for until Somehow the franchise is wrested out of the incompetent hands of the poll ads. That's the only possible thing that could happen that's ever going to improve things with the twins. Because as long as the poll ads are making the decisions and keeping the same failed people around, they're going to get the same failures as a result. It's just infuriating. J- Dave St. Peter, Jim Polad, and Tom Kelly are going to be the decision makers on this new general manager. So we've seen in the very recent past in Minnesota, Glenn Taylor, somehow an old dog learning a new trick and doing the exact right thing. I just don't. So I know it could happen. I just have even less faith than, than uh, within the wolves that this is going to work out right. Just considering again, all because of this one press conference, a lot of the behavior beforehand, but if they would just would have fired him and not done anything besides like we, we fired him, I'd be super pumped up right now. But then they had to go and, open their mouths, and then it all went to shit again. The thing is, I mean, for the candidate pool, there really aren't a lot of old-school baseball guys left. The pool is all analytics guys. That's Because that's... Yeah, because those people have there. actual facts and theories to offer rather than... So, I mean, I, they may just fall into hiring the right guy just because that's what's out there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's helpful. Who out there is out there talking about? You know what was? We need more eye tests, guys. I feel I there's like some underappreciated. They're going to hire Rob Anthony. No, no, no. That's my manager. manager. No, they're going the to do it. Fear. You know why? Because he was a media relations intern in 1989. That's why they're going to hire him. <laughs> they can't. They can't be this clueless. They have to know that there'd be a mutiny. Don't you, guys? We're, all right. 27 years. He's not going anywhere. Oh, God. I just can't imagine that actually happening after how bad it's been. And even in this town where they're, they're not exactly, it's not exactly Boston with the media, right? I feel like they've had enough, I don't know, maybe not heat, but questions and curiosity, like enough for them to be like, well, okay, well, maybe we shouldn't just keep doing the same old thing. Ah. I, I know, you're, I know how stupid I sound. Yes, John, you don't have to point out to me. I know exactly how naive I sound. About, I do. You're talking about an owner who came out today and said the research he did was media guys. other teams' media guys <laughs> to find out how they were organized. Even Chip Scoggins was sarcastic it about sounds, it. 
Chip is I the know. most straight down in town columnist. In- yeah. It's. No. I was so happy to see that. It's like a sophomore sports management major at a state school who wants to do the least amount of research possible for his paper that's due tomorrow about the business of baseball. Well, I looked up some meat and here's how baseball teams seem to be organized. I didn't talk to anyone. It's we talk a lot on this podcast about whether being lazy or being incompetent, which one, which one's worse or which one we think the twins are, but it's becoming more and more clear to me that it doesn't matter how you get to incompetent, whether it's just sheer lack of effort or sheer stupidity, it doesn't actually matter because what matters in the end is if you're incompetent, you're going to ruin a franchise. Yeah, and you're not going to be able to... You can't get lucky in baseball. There's too many guys on a roster that matter. You need to be able to form a full team for multiple years. And The season's too long, Brandon. It is. It's just too damn long. Uh, so I was excited for, I don't know, 20 minutes today? Maybe 20? And I'm just straight back down to zero. I, I should be happier, though. I feel like that's the wrong... Well, I mean, and I mean, they uh, they can't just you know say if they let Anthony lose at the end of the year, they can't just say just so you know this is you just here to the end of the year. They can't just do that. I mean, he'll just trade you know all our shitty veterans for <laughs> even shittier soft tossing lefties. I mean, it'll that's that they can't do that. I understand that. I but. Like you said, the the stuff we heard from the team today doesn't give me much optimism that they really are looking to blow thing up. I mean, why did he say the media guides thing? And wouldn't you, if you had said oh. that, you wouldn't you immediately be like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, that sounds dumb." I actually, and then clarify or like add on to the point. He just kind of, I guess, was hoping no one was listening, or he couldn't possibly have been like, "Cool, good answer." <laughs> That'll work. That one, Jim. Yeah, we can I just we can just move on after that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but you're right though that they're no matter what, no matter how shitty of a situation we think it is, and and it probably is not a great situation. But there's only 30 teams, and there's only X amount of GM jobs that are going to be open this year. So it's it is an attractive position just in general, and there are tons of mm-hmm. good tons of good candidates. They could luck into one, and he could do just enough to convince people to think differently. And um, I know that it's not likely, but it's this is better than Terry Ryan still being employed, right? Can we at least <laughs> yes, a little tiny yes, bit is. better than that? Again, if Anthony gets the job. Then it's not. It's the exact same thing. But I, I, I kind of want to take issue with your idea that there's only 30 GM jobs, and so people will take this. Can you imagine being sort of a new school thinker and maybe a little outside the box? You you like stats an awful lot. You like analytics. You like using these in your work. Mm-hmm. And you go in for your twins interview, and they tell you, "Well, you're going to work for the team president, who is." Not- at, who's just been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. You're going to have all the same employees 
who got you into this mess still around and their voices are going to count for more than yours because they've been here since 1984 and you haven't. And there's one computer in the entire office that is still running <laughs> Windows 95. You sh- shared computer. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, you um, got to book some time on the computer. Yeah. Now, I, 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 I tend to agree with Brandon here, though, because, I mean, the Oak will take that stupid job, <laughs> that stupid head coaching job, even though Al Davis would, like, make them do phrenology as, like, their main draft component. <laughs> <laughs> the size of their heads. You gotta see the size of their heads. You know, and so I there's there, there's gonna be decent candidates for the job. And they I they get to be the boss. I'm you know, I mean exactly. assistant GM I'm for more confident than not. Honestly, I'm actually comp hire somebody who's at least worth giving a shot to instead of just some, you know, guy who's gonna power on the Suhan or something. I don't know. Yeah, my sense is it's going to be the some sort of respected old older assistant GM that's been around the league for 30 years. Um but it's got some bona fides and uh we'll do a little bit of lip service of thinking differently yada 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 but it'll be like I I don't think it's going to be the assistant GM to the for the Astros or for the Cubs or you know some sort of weirdo newfangled. He's in jail now. Yeah, that guy's probably going to be yeah locked up for a while. But he'll be in jail. That's my sense. That's what I'm guessing. It won't be uh, a dream for for us uh, math wonks. Um, It'll be a little bit closer to to Terry Ryan. Who's the math wonk that they hired a couple? Jack Going like. Yep, Jack Goyne. He was their designated VORP stats saber guy, right? I think he's like just had like a an account to the baseball prospectus. I think that's why he got that job. <laughs> he just printed out the articles and left them like at a like on the front desk. Put him in like a three ring binder. I haven't heard a word from him or any I mean I guess I'm not paying attention too closely, but I haven't heard a word from him, so I don't know what his Maybe he's just like a real yeah, behind-the-scenes like guy. Name, his name did not get brought up today for any no. sort of, you know, Twins' future plans. No, so yeah, I, no, I don't know. I mean, he hired. They hired him, and then he like promptly disappeared. Yeah, he's just been in some back closet. I remember, there be, I believe there was like a like a spate of articles, like you know, the Twins look to the future with number guy Jack Goen. One and guy. If you have read more than five words about him since that initial spate of columns that's probably because you've like stolen his mail or something <laughs> he's personally emailed you, you it's the only way you would have heard people's him. mail we know the sport of listeners are hardcore but don't don't steal anybody on the twins's mail please don't okay? not cool not cool bro <laughs> uh. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, 
an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Oh my God. Um, so what do you think that this... So Anthony is just going to take over and do mostly nothing for the rest of the year. Is that right? Um, I guess. I mean, who's their bull, you would think. And I assume it's going to be his. He's going to have the final. Or it's going to be Dave St. Peter who doesn't deal with baseball or. I, I the poll ads who don't deal with baseball or does anyone actually deal with baseball? <laughs> nobody baseball? nobody enjoys baseball does anybody have a baseball background in the front office at all uh the current front uh, office not Jim. Isn't like concessions what no. do you mean by baseball background exactly like the sport the actual sport like, of baseball like, like do have they actually like you know run a team or like drafted or done anything with baseball like uh, a team, really a thing. There's a guy in the ticket department that has MLB.tv. Okay, does he? Do we know what his <laughs> thoughts good. are on like moving? Like, is there like a certain like uh, x amount of things he needs to get for a trade? This this mystery man. Um, uh-huh. it's it's hard to say. Okay, so yeah, you don't want to. You don't want all since he's you know, literally just you know there during home games. Yeah. I don't know. I know. Uh, Okay, so there's another thing that came up, which was that the new GM has full control, except he doesn't get to fire Dave St. Peter. He probably actually has to report to him. And he also can't fire Paul Molitor. um, Yep. Because he has to be the manager next year as well. I'm not... I don't know what to think about this. It's a very odd statement, and I think just maybe... There was a, an amount of that press conference that was real and an amount of it that was lip service, BS, whatever. And I don't know where this one falls on that because if somebody asked them about Molitor, you, I suppose it's fair to be like, hey, man, everything's on the table. We got to look at everything, but we think he's doing a great job. I think that would have been a fair answer. I don't know if they were just doing this just because they're, again, worried about his, Paul's feelings, you know? Because uh, I don't know what else. What do they think he's going to quit? Or I, it doesn't make any sense to me if why this would just be a lip service thing. So, but it also doesn't make any sense if they're actual. That's a thing that they care about because that's insane to really care that much about the job that Paul Molitor's done in a year and a half to make that be a very important thing when they're interviewing their general manager. So again, a, another example of how confusing and weird that press conference was because that. That one, just again, I'm not really upset. I'm just more confused than anything. Like why why that had to be a part of their statement or a part of their edict for, for next year. Did I miss anything with that? 
it made no sense no. to me at all. Okay. Okay. Uh, so then another thing. bring in a new guy, and this is his team. Except you can't fire the manager or anybody involved with the organization, and we're going to do things the exact same way we've always done it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I, I, it's, they can't just say, you know, well, we're going to get a new guy in here and he's going to clean house. It's all or to leave it, you know, nebulous. You do like the, the wishy-washy, you know, there's, it's Paul Molitor's job if he wants it. Then, you know, you had, end of the season comes and you say, here's X amount or whatever and fall on your sword, et cetera, and go with God. Yeah. So, it's almost like they just didn't, it sounded like, like this that. whole thing I, was like, they, 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 went, they went way, way beyond that and just said, you can't fire Paul Molitor. He is the manager next year. That's like the main thing. You can do whatever you want with this team, but you can't hire the guy to run the team, which is just, it's weird, right? It's weird. It's I, I don't know if we talk about it a lot on here, but I know we've mentioned it, how important optics are with a lot of these things. And that's just bad optics. Like It's not going to matter a ton either way because it's a manager, right? But it's just really shitty optics mm-hmm. for like, oh, we're going to go find somebody and uh, this is one important thing for us, which also makes it seem like they don't understand baseball either. This is not the, the hill to die on. The baseball manager is not the hill to die on, guys. I don't know why they think it is, so... Um, another thing that was weird to me is they are going to be consulting with Tom Kelly. Like, why did why do they have to bring Tom Kelly in? I mean, he's seems smart enough, but does he have? I think it's because Gene Mock is dead. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's why <laughs> they, they can't they can't go any farther back because all the other managers have passed away. I'm like, well, he's I, I don't know. I think yeah, Billy Gardner died. So yeah, they got they got no one else. And I gotta imagine Sam Mealy. Sam Mealy. Mealy. Sam Mealy. Yeah, he's he, he's yeah he he's he's long deceased. I think long deceased. So it's like they, if you're a GM candidate, and you talk about how much you love dog racing, just talk about how much you love greyhounds. They're they're <laughs> thick calves, right? You know, <laughs> they're really explosive in the haunches. <laughs> and then the TK, oh. Also, uh, write down explosive. Explosive. Haunches. I'm already. I'm way past you. <laughs> I think uh, I stumbled into a decent one there. Yeah. We, we've talked, we, times, but it's worth mentioning again the greatness of the radio broadcasts that used to be. I don't even know what night of the week it was, random Tuesday night or something. And there'd be a drunk dark star mumbling to Tom Kelly over the phone <laughs> about the racing at Canterbury. Just. Absolutely glorious radio <laughs> on WCCO AM. Yeah. I'm the, the biggest radio station, radio station in the Midwest. That ever won. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Ugh. Truly, those were the days. But I just, I just think that Jim Polad doesn't know anybody in baseball, so he has nobody to compare these guys to. So he just assumes, like, well, I know Tom Kelly and. He seems no baseball, he won so two I have World to. Series. I know that's the good thing. That's the good thing, right? Two Worlds. Yeah. Series. Yeah, exactly. And those other guys—they've been here forever. They must have learned something by then, by now. So, but there's that. There's our three-man committee. We got the. We got this figured out. I'm gonna go make a movie about Lou Reed. <laughs> I know that's the other poll ad. Don't fact check me, Wade. <laughs> 
Oh man. Uh, ugh. Ugh. Yep. That's the correct yep. response. Ugh. So we should be we're going from out of a skill to zero to a hundred. Are we okay saying we went from zero to like like six? Like six yeah, percent yeah. excited for the I future? Think six. Yep. Or six I think that's about right. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm more like two, but I think I'm close, a normal, you know, I'm, I'm less angry. You know, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go as far as 10. I think they might accidentally do something good. Just because, like I said, that pool of candidates, you're not, there's just not a bunch of short sleeve dress shirts and snap brim hats, you know, <laughs> who are <laughs> browsing the agatype and looking at eyes, stuff like that. So I, I just, I just think that the pool of candidates that they're going to have to hire from is going to be the people who are thinking about baseball the way the successful teams, your Cubs, your Cardinals, et cetera, are thinking about it. And I do, uh, John, I understand your point of view of like, if you are a hot shot young guy and you come into this organization and you see the shared, the shared typewriter that you have to use for your, for your communication, I can see <laughs> I that being like, <laughs> I love that. So God. <laughs> yeah. I can see that being like a, a huge turnoff, but this is this is the chance for some of these guys to be the boss, and it, I, maybe I gotta believe I gotta believe Jim Polad was flipping through all the media guides, going, you know, I don't see any other organizations that still employ a typist. Are we the only ones? <laughs> this is fucking great. Competitive we got a advantage. Pool. We got a typing pool. <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it, if you're a hotshot young guy, this is. Uh, I know it's a very rose-colored glasses to say that you know there's a few good guys in the organization that could be fun, like Bucks and Snow, etc. Every organization has guys like that, so it's not so much that, but it's a chance to be an actual general manager. And I just don't know how many jobs are going to be up this year or in the next few years, and you never know. And I can totally see a decently smart assistant GM um, wanting to to own this and and fully understanding that. Sure, I got to work with some guys that are. It's got a lot of legacy stuff going on, but if I'm successful and smart, I can, in a few years, kind of start to to put my stamp on things a lot more than I. It seems like at the very beginning. So, I am less worried about this just being a. I'll say this: I'm less worried that smart baseball guys will turn down the job, and I'm more worried that we won't bring in the smart baseball guys to begin with. Like I know there's a bunch of really, really, really smart guys with some of these sort of newfangled uh, organizations that we probably just don't know and will never have on on the Twins' radar for whatever reason. I can't see that being where they go because again, they they only committed today to considering a search firm, right? And unless I heard wrong, I don't think that they've said that they're for sure going to do one. They just said, "Well, we'll think about it." And this is an organization that needs a search for more than any other organization ever. Like, ever. Yeah, we make fun of search firms, but the Twins need one so, so badly. Oh, my God. It's just, yeah. I mean, legitimately, there will be some of the top candidates that you'd put on their desk that Jim Pohl would be like, and now who? I don't, who is this? Yeah. Who's this Theo Epstein? Jed Hoyer. (laughs) Jed Hoyer does not ring a bell. Never heard of him. Never heard of it. And I, I, we joke that he's out of it. I have zero doubt that there are some smart candidates that he has not heard of. He does not know their names. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't think I am. You're right. 
I'm, I'm now, pretty sure. If we know anything about Jim Polad, it's that he puts in the work, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you know what? Actually, now, now that I said, I bet some of these hotshot uh, assistant GMs are in their team's media guides. So it's possible he has heard of them. Although it sounds like he was just looking at more org structure for that media guide. It wasn't actually checking out names. So who in the hell knows? But I, I'm going to go ahead and predict that the term, the phrase media guide will still be funny to us in 10 years. Yep. When we're all getting together, oh, yeah. drinking beers and doing our new hologram podcast yep. show uh, in 10 years, we'll just <laughs> say the words media guide on July 18th. Yep. 2026 and we'll just just giggle like children there's it's like the kevin it's, 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 it's gonna it's gonna be just the, it'll be one of the very few things we laugh about anymore in trump's third term but it's, <laughs> it's gonna be great i mean the minute that tweet came out it's like there's there's the denny green bunker that's gonna be a yep. Part of you know minnesota sports lore right there that's lore yeah it's it's amazing when it happens we, all the yeah, all the preconceived notions we had about the poll ads is pretty much proven completely right. Just like this dilettante-ish, you know, rich kid not really paying attention to the toy he's got type of attitude mm-hmm. that they have to the baseball team. And it's, I mean, 33 and 59 pretty much tells you all you need to know right there. Yeah. Yep. It's it's incredible to have something you immediately know will go in lore as it's happening. It's like, well, I'm not going to forget this. Mm-hmm. just unforgettable well uh, my expectations for this season are unchanged I don't think Anthony's going to do much of anything but I guess we'll see and then it's going to be interesting to see how quickly they can go about hiring somebody um, it doesn't seem like a very common thing to do this in the middle of a season not only to fire somebody but, but also doing, to right? they're, they're starting the search they're not waiting until after the season they're starting like now right yeah right which is Again, it's it, well, it doesn't make doesn't make zero sense, but it's just it's an it's an odd thing for timing. But I, I'm totally fine with it happening. I don't know, John. Did you have a thought? No, I just I have so many more <laughs> angry, hurtful things to say. And I want to be clear. Now, that rage. I'm, did you did you say rage, Brandon? Yeah. John's got rage. You do have rage. Good. Let's hear some rage, John. Yeah. I want to be clear that I'm a noted idiot when it comes to these things. I don't know the first thing about baseball, but I know failure when I see it because I'm a Minnesota sports fan and I have long considered experience Mm -hmm. with failure in sports. (laughs) So that's my only expertise here. So don't at me, Parker Hageman. I don't have a better idea. (laughs) I just know that these guys don't either. I, if they hire Parker, I'm okay. I'm I'm on board. Yeah, with Parker. I'm I'm totally on board with Parker. And well, what I'd really like to see is John Bonus and Aaron Gleeman just fighting on television every night. I'd like them to be both the GMs and the broadcast like a, team. Like Steinbrenner Martin type of thing going there. Yeah, I'm on I'm on board with Steinbrenner Martin. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Just, just fighting on like cat every night. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's what I really want. I'm very I'm absolutely on board with that and can make gifts of all of them so that's that's the three-headed monster triangle of authority right there we got it bonus triangle of authority hagaman the triangle of authority too wow the next day wow 
And Seth Stowes could be the chief scout because he knows the birthdays and names of every Twins minor leaguer, and I guarantee you the poll ads don't. Very true. I guarantee Seth knows more about the minor leagues than half the people in charge of what they're supposed to know about the minor leagues on that team. (laughs) (laughs) This is not making me... So group usually makes me feel better. This is making me feel worse. I was hoping I was being overly cynical and looking too much into one dumb press conference, but you guys convinced me that sadly you agree with me. Dude, I said I was 10% optimistic. That's true. That's true. 10% optimistic is you're the clubhouse leader. We don't, we're going to have to pull Clarence cause he's a no show again um, to see what he thinks. Mm-hmm. But I think I said I'm at six and John's at two. Yeah. Yep. And one in 10 is a better John tried an average right? so I think that's a that's a good that's a good thing right yeah yeah, yeah. sorry uh, that was I, I shouldn't have brought I, that up I just want to jump in for a second and I want to say I hope to in I hope for everything that's good that you guys are watching the NBA Summer League Championship right now <laughs> so far what's the Timberwolves are playing the Bulls I'm pretty sure I just saw Paul Allen there which just makes it even more hilarious in the crowd, but the Timberwolves are playing the Bulls, and of course the Summer League doesn't matter at all. It's nope. The Timberwolves lineup is, right now, is Tyus Jones, Adrian Payne, and three guys I've never heard of in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of regulation, so it was tied at 74, Tyus Jones dribbled for 23 seconds and then heaved up a 30-footer that went in, and they showed a replay of Tom Thibodeau, who's not coaching, Ryan Saunders is coaching the team, Tom Thibodeau in the stand, and he's yelling, this 30-footer goes up, which doesn't speak well for Tyus Jones' future career. That goes in. The Bulls come down. There are three and a half seconds left, and they also hit a three to send it to overtime. My now, God. with 11 seconds left, somebody, one of these guys I've never heard of just banked in a three-pointer to tie the game again. It's just an absolute rec league nightmare, and I can't <laughs> tear myself away. It's just wonderful. Yeah. I uh, I it's have... like every 76ers game for the last few years. People who don't belong on a professional basketball court. John, you just playing a, basketball. You son of a bitch. You like how I got there in the end, Brandon? <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll allow it. I'll allow it because it's actually pretty accurate for the past few years <laughs> yeah. in the Sixers. So I'll, I'll let that go. But, no, I haven't been watching much of the Summer League. I caution everybody, remember, Johnny Flynn looked real good in the Summer League. So... Slow your Remember, roll. this doesn't matter at all. Slow your roll, everybody. Wasn't I think um, I saw the like, the halftime stats? Wasn't Adrian Payne leading all scorers at halftime of this game? <laughs> Adrian Payne, that, who is most likely not even going to make the team, so that's uh, mm-hmm. that's not a good sign for anybody. But Boy. I'm sure it's uh, it's helped yeah, people. That, 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 that is a definite mark on Flip's second tenure with the team. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. Didn't need to do that. Did it nope, need did to not need that. to do that one flip. Nope. Oh, man. Nope. Uh, well, you know what, dudes? I think oh, we sh- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. Uh-oh. The Bulls just won it at the buzzer. Oh, the Timberwolves oh, managed no. to blow it. Even And who made the winning shot? There's no telling. There's absolutely no telling. <laughs> who just Dave Corzine. It's got to be Dave Corzine. Oh. I'm looking at names on the back of the jerseys, and I don't recognize any of them. Not a one. Oh, boy. Um... All right, I think uh, we Harper should. Says it was Donazel, D-O-N-E-Z-E-L. D-O-N-E-Z-E-L. Uh, we'll look that up later. I think we should uh, get a move on. This was just a short of an emergency podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have got 
so intermittent uh, audio issues that I think I should just call it a night. So this has been okay. a short of. Wow. And, uh, the audio issues are that bad that we're just giving up? Well, John, we're also talking about the summer league right now. So I figured yeah, we might true. as well just <laughs> I figured we might as well just end this thing and uh, quit while we're behind the as usual. Movie. Yeah, exactly. That's even so. <laughs> and I thought we were going to talk about the Republican National Convention. Antonio Sabato, or what is the name? Sabato, a soap star. Antonio Sabato Jr. They have soap opera stars. He's like the shittier Lorimus, who's the shittier Freddie Prince Jr., who's the shittier Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> who's the shittier uh, Timothy <laughs> Oliphant. I think that's a so like, yeah. What just happened there? So that's why we that was a good run. That was a really good run. I know. Uh, so that's why I think I I think okay, we should once probably I got just... to Timothy Oliphant. There was no way I could get better than that. So. <laughs> yeah. No, that was good. Uh, yeah. So I think that I think that I think that'll do it for us. It's all we think, have to. Yeah, say. Yeah, I think you week. can call it. Yeah, because yeah, John, a couple of John's quotes. He sounded like he was possibly stroking out. Which is normal when he's angry, yeah. but mm-hmm. I don't Which think it was intentional. Clearly accurate. Yeah, yikes. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what happened. That wasn't the audio. That's what actually happened. <laughs> audio is pitch perfect. Actually, John's in the room with me, so it can't be that. It's yeah. passing out. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Well, no, hey, we squeezed 45 minutes out of this, uh, out of the turn-up, so... Uh, good for us, and yeah, gleaming in the geek, gleaming in the geek for the show tonight. I think uh, everybody else probably the uh, Horse Over so. Beers guys of fifteen hundred did a show tonight. So I think we're just you know adding to the adding to the voices in the room of a very strange, and, yeah. Weird, look out, really just a weird day in uh, twins. I believe we call it twins territory here. Sure. Yep. It was weird, look on, right? Look on the bright side, guys. We may have only done 45 minutes, but we did three times as much work as Jim Bolad did. So. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> right there, Brandon. Uh, that's good. That is so good. And I actually heard that part, so great. The audio picked it up. All right, signing off. Uh, love you, miss you, and we'll uh, catch, you, catch yep. up with you next week. Have a great week, week guys. Goodbye. Media guides.